a listener production. Wall Street ends lower as investors grapple with a picture of moderating growth and higher inflation prospects. And Aussie shares are set to open slightly higher on Monday as investors look towards a big week of economic data. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Monday the 15th of May and welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, what an interesting end to the week it was last week. Not in that way that takes your breath away, but there were some pieces of information that actually sum the picture up rather neatly in terms of some of the challenges facing the US markets and indeed the economy. Well, absolutely, Tom. There was a big focus on Friday on the University of Michigan Consumer Confidence Sentiment Index. So this is quite an important measure. It's uh, arguably the, the benchmark when it comes to US consumer confidence. Absolutely. And we saw in May that survey fall to a six-month low and really a confluence of issues at the moment, Tom. We've got- Nice word, confluence. Yes, I thought so. (laughs) Spent a weekend thinking about that one. (laughs) And what we have seen is consumers concerned about the US debt ceiling, the impasse there. Also, inflation expectations were the core centrepiece of Friday's worries We saw long-term inflation expectations at 3.2%, and that's the highest level in around 12 years. The last time that we saw that reading or around this number, the US Federal Reserve announced a jumbo 75 basis point rate hike last year. So really, investors are a little bit concerned about persistent inflation. Indeed. So I suppose the point to make for people who might be a little bit new to the University of Michigan's uh, survey is that that it's not just a matter of consumer sentiment. There is a whole range of measures within this report. And the reason that inflationary expectations are so important in terms of uh, these surveys is because when these remain high, that is an indicator that inflation will remain high because consumer behaviour will uh, modify itself. Well, that's right. It becomes embedded in the psyche of consumers. They're less likely to spend and also they wait to spend for a later period because they expect prices eventually to come down. So that has a big impact on consumer spending intentions. Indeed. And the uh, central banks look at those sorts of measures very carefully. So that is part of the reason why stocks were challenged on Friday. You had the Dow Jones finished down by about eight points. The broader market, the S&P 500, finished with a loss of 0.2% and the NASDAQ was down 0.4%. But really, that was uh, less a factor. It was more the fact that interest rates pushed higher. So you saw both two and 10-year government bonds move higher by a decent margin, actually, under the circumstances. They did. They moved as high as about nine basis points. So Really, that was a reaction to growing risks of stagflation, so worries about high inflation, slow economic growth. And in that survey, we also saw consumers expecting unemployment to increase, and they're more worried that a recession may not just be brief, but, but certainly- More enduring. More enduring, and uh, that's a big concern at the moment. And as I said, that is really the nub of the issue for the moment. Markets worry that growth will slow, but at the same time, you won't get the payoff with a moderation in inflation. You'll still see inflation remain high and interest rates will remain high. Generally, when you see a moderating economy, at least you get the payoff of a moderation where rates are concerned, but it doesn't look like that might be a part of the picture 
anytime soon. Well, that's right. And we also heard from Fed Governor Michelle Bowman on Friday. She said the central bank would probably need to raise interest rates further if inflation stayed high. So really, that was the biggest concern on Friday, just the increased concerns around the inflationary backdrop and slowing economic growth situation. So that was the full stop to last week's performance. The beginning of this week brings with it the expectation of quite a lot of economic news at home and abroad. Could even potentially see a cut in Chinese interest rates today, Ryan, as a reflection of that weaker economic news that we saw out of China last week. So we saw quite weak inflationary numbers, which is a sign of very anemic demand in the world's second biggest economy. There's an expectation today that the People's Bank of China will be out and about and it'll cut its one-year medium-term lending facility rate. So Indeed. It's, I mean, it's a one-year rate, but it's the symbolism of this as much as anything else. Well, it is, count. and it'd be the first reduction since August 2022. So it's in a sign that China might be easing its monetary policy somewhat. That is the opposite of what's happening in the developed world where we're seeing interest rates lift to combat inflation. So we really do have a different dynamic going on in China at the moment, Tom. You could make the case that where we are in the economic story globally, that China is leading things in terms of what's happened over the course of the last couple of years. So they've been quite conservative, the Chinese, in terms of their forecasting and their initiatives generally. They, they haven't wanted to over-egg the omelette. They've done things quite prudently to, to do this point. Well, they have. And of course, confidence and growth in terms of the COVID recovery remain very, very subdued at the moment. And clearly the economy needs further support. They've said all that, but what they don't want to do is have a massive fiscal stimulus. They don't want to have a lot of government spending because they have quite a lot of debt in China. Yep. So we won't see the level of stimulus that we saw back in 2008 during the GFC. So that's why we are seeing a fairly slow and modest recovery so far. In terms of looking further afield this week, the two most important outcomes in local terms will be the wage price index for the first quarter on Wednesday, and that will be then followed by the latest uh, unemployment report. We saw some very strong jobs growth figures locally last month. Whether or not that moderates in April, we saw more than 53,000 jobs added to the economy in March. If we've got another number like that. Economists forecast for 25,000. So it looks like it'll be another solid month if, if that comes to fruition. The unemployment rate around 3.5%. It could edge higher depending on the participation rate. We've got yeah. fairly strong population growth at the moment. And, and that's having a big impact on workforce participation. But broadly, the unemployment rate, whichever way you look at it, is going to be around 50-year low. So wages which come the day before could accelerate a little bit to 3.6% year on year. So a lot of focus on whether those wages then feed through to inflation. So that's a big focus for the Reserve Bank at the moment. And if you're at home just uh, running the numbers on what might happen, roughly as a rule of thumb, you need around 29,000 jobs added to the economy at the moment to maintain the unemployment rate at current levels. So if you see something short of that, then that will be putting upward pressure on the unemployment rate. And of course, the labour market is the key ingredient at the moment as to what the Reserve Bank does. Is if it continues to see the labour market as strong as it is, that'll put pressure on them, certainly with wages growth quite strong. We've got talk of 
a potential lift in the minimum wage coming through and, and certainly that would potentially put some upward pressure on consumer prices and then expectations from workers that they get a pay rise because real wages will be going backwards. So certainly cost of living pressure is front of mind and that could influence the Reserve Bank going forward. Indeed. At this point in time, though, the pricing is for the RBA. It's only a small chance of a rate hike uh, next month. It's, I think, around 12%, which is quite contained. The, the general thinking is that the Reserve Bank is on pause at the moment. So that's why these figures this week are quite important. If, for example, we see hotter numbers, uh, that could feed through to the expectation that perhaps the RBA might raise rates next month. So our view at the Commonwealth Bank is the Reserve Bank's done at 3.85%, but certainly if you get numbers that shoot the lights out, there would be some repricing of those expectations by markets. That wouldn't be the first time we've seen the fallibility of forecasts, Ryan. Who would have thought an economist would get their forecast wrong? That's right. They're just um, educated guesses after all. They're not gospel by any measure. As far as uh, energy stocks are concerned, you know, it was an interesting week last week. We saw a spirited recovery in oil prices, notwithstanding this picture of moderating growth that we're seeing. So it'll be interesting to see whether or not that group hold up this week. They were amongst the best performers last week. Uh, And the interesting counterpoint to that is that material stocks were amongst the worst performers last week in the ASX 200 because of that moderating activity picture in China. So we did see, however, a little bit of a stabilisation in the iron ore price on Friday. It was up 0.3% to 105.16 US dollars a tonne. Traders continue to mar what's next for China's uncertain and uneven economic recovery. And we did see over the week iron ore up 1.6%. So that could provide some support today, perhaps for some of those iron ore producers which have been under pressure of late. So just worth reflecting on some of the themes that we've seen lately, a bit of profit-taking where gold stocks have been concerned. They've had a strong run, so just something worth looking out for uh, this week. Companies that have had good updates have been well rewarded. Grain Corp, an example of that, that stock has moved ahead quite nicely on an encouraging update. So on the gold space, what we did see over the weekend is reports that Newmont, the US-listed gold producer is nearing a deal to acquire Newcrest. That's not new news, but what we're getting closer to there is an actual deal. There's been due diligence performed and the deal for Newcrest Mining, which is an Aussie-listed miner, is about $29.4 billion. So that would create the world's biggest gold miner. So though the Newcrest shares today could be in focus and just on Grain Corp, we've also got another agribusiness company today, Elders, it's going to release its earnings results. And what we could see there is quite strong outcomes there. Underlying profits estimated to be about $130 million. And of course, uh, we have seen fairly strong fundamentals for those agricultural businesses in Australia over the course of the last year or so. Livestock pricing in particular uh, has, has been fairly strong. So certainly look out for those numbers today. And the futures are pointing to a modest improvement for the ASX 200 when we get underway later on this morning. They're up slightly on the back of what happened on Wall Street on Friday. We also saw European shares make modest gains as well. But certainly we will see ANZ and Macquarie shares both trade ex-dividend today. So those shares could be lower and influence the outcomes on the market. And those inflationary expectations that we mentioned earlier in the US had the impact of dragging the US dollar higher at the weekend, which put downward pressure on the Aussie dollar. We 
which kicks off Asian trade today at around 66 and a half US cents. So thank you very much for joining us for the first market update of the week. Please tune in to uh, our colleagues' podcast this afternoon, Stevie and Laura, who will be wrapping up the local market. Thanks very much for joining us. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.